The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Today's love is being studied the Anun Ishmat, Abraham bin Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden. Amen. Today's love is being studied for Ashlema Hayim Aharon bin Lea. In the Refanalo, for the Nefesh or for the Goof, for the Kerbala Bobby Hindu Rason, when Omar Amen. We begin today's love and Kaftet Amud Bet, and we are starting with the two dots, Matzah Kesut. So we learned in the Mishnah that if a person finds, let's say, a, a garment, an article of clothing. So it says that the Shomer Aveda, he has responsibilities to maintain the item from decaying. So one of the ways you do that by a begid is you shake it out. You air it out, and that gives the uh, begid a little more uh, uh, endurance. So give us a ma'alela. You tell me that ni'ur is beneficial to the beged. If a person has a tailor living in his house, then he can afford to air out his clothes every single day. Because he has a tailor living on premises. Which means, one that airs out his, shakes his beged every single day, it's going to wear out the beged. So if a guy has a tailor living on premises, he can afford to do that. But if you don't, it's going to wear it out. So therefore, how can the Mishnah say that a Shemin Aveda has to shake out the garment? So Gemara gives many answers. Amre, bechol yom, kashela. Hadashoshim yom, ma'alela. One answer is simple. Every single day, if you do it, it's kashela. But uh, once every 30 days, that's good maintenance. Iba etema, la kasha. Ha behad, veha betre. It depends how many people are doing it. If one person does it, that she says, in ni korah. The shaking is not going to rip the garment. However, when two guys are holding the garment, holding it at the ends, they stretch it. Each one stretching it out, they're shaking it, so there's a bigger chance for it to tear. Another answer, One thing when you're shaking it out with your hand. However, the time that it's, that it's damaging to the biggest when you use a stick, <coughs> when you bang it with a stick, and then it causes it to wear out and tear. is wool. As she says, kashela. When you shake the wool out, it stretches and it rips. Kitna is like flax. It's like linen. Linen is more durable. Therefore, the shaking of it and the airing it out is not damaging. Amar Yohanan. Yohanan said, Kasa de harshin, velo kasa de poshrin. Literally it means, better to drink a cup of black magic, instead of drinking a cup of warm water. Rashi. Kasa de harshin. Noah, lishtot koshchil mechashefot. Better to drink kos of witches, that put black magic in the water. Mekoshchil mayim poshrin. Now what are we talking about this at all? Bechlal. So the Jesus ve'aidi de'aidi b'mili d'rabi Yohanan b'lchot derech eretz nakatani shmata. We just uh, mentioned the Yohanan. A guy has a tailor in his house. He can afford to do these type of things. So therefore, we're mentioning in derech eretz of Yohanan. So he mentioned something else. What is so dangerous about warm water? Well, let's see the Gemara's clarification. Ve'lo amaran ela bechli matechot. It's only damaging warm water if it's in a metal keli. But in a earthenware keli, there's no problem. Even in a metal vessel, 
that it never boiled, it never came to a boil, it never bubbled. Aval de tzavitz, if it bubbled once and it boiled, then it warmed itself down. It's only talking about where you didn't put any herbs in the in the water. But if you put herbs in the water, you gave a flavor to it. Herbs or spices, things like that. The question is, why is it? Why should it be like that? Uh, that poshtim uh, is uh, no good. If we're going to look at it uh, from the Gemara standpoint, one word is not that good. But if we're looking from a scientific standpoint of it, they say that when you boil water, you're boiling. The uh, all the, um, the contaminants or anything, the bacteria, the microbes that are in the water, when you boil it, a lot of them you're killing. So they tell you well, sometimes when the water is not sanitized, they boil the water first before you drink it, in order that you, you kill anything that's alive in there. However, cold water is also good, because cold water, you don't activate them yet, they're still dormant. Once you start to boil the water, and it doesn't reach boiling, so you, you wake up the uh, bacteria inside, but you don't kill it. So therefore, cold is good, or hot is good. But poshlin is, is not good. Even today, they say that such a thing is not good. Now, of course, Allah was talking obviously more than because he's not only in the metal keli, and he had other ramifications, but there is something to say about kasa de poshlin. Comes the Gemara and says... When we were young, if you remember, they told you when you, know, you went to the sink, they said, don't, don't drink warm water from the sink. Don't, we, don't drink warm water. Only drink uh, hot water. Can there add something there? <laughs> if a person, let's say, uh, his father left him a lot of money. And uh, the guy wants to lose the money. Of course, the Gemara is talking sarcastic over here. If a person wants to lose his money, the Gemara is going to give you three ways that very, very uh, successful ways to lose your money. Yilbash bigdeh pishtan. Number one, wear linen garments. Yishtamesh bichli zichuchit. Use glass uh, vessels. The yiskor po'alim and hire workers. Ve'al yishif mahim And don't watch them. So hire workers, let them work and don't monitor them. As she says, Virotse le'abbedan, the bottom rashi. Le'lamedenu ba. Shelo yergil adam bekach. He's trying to teach you, don't do these things. Person's going to lose his wealth. So the Gemara explains each one. What type of klipishtan are we talking about? Romita. As she says, these are very expensive garments. And they or the chalot they wear out very quickly. So you want to lose your money? Buy these very fancy clothes. And uh, they're gonna, you have to replenish them uh, from time to time. And use glass uh, uh, dishes. That's white crystal. Now, these items over here obviously are very delicate. Uh, the crystal breaks. You just touch it, the very, very thin glass. Therefore, you want to lose your money, use these very fine uh, crystals. So they explained it. What does it mean, Sikhirut Po'alim? Be'toreh. Denafish besadayu. Rashid says in the bottom, Be'toreh, Be'po'alim ha'manigim b'shevareh ba'alabayin. It means you have oxen, and the workers are leading the uh, oxen. 
If you don't watch them, what's going to happen? That she says the nafish pesuk that's going to cause you a big loss. Sherov avodat karkaot shalem b'shevari ma'ita. The olden days, most of their work was in the ground. Af harishat keramim u'besiratam. Even the plowing of the fields of the vineyards was done by uh, by the animals. Manhigam kli amaharisha ba'agala ben shurot akerim im abotzim v'notim shama anavim. What happens? They used to plow in between the furrows of the or the rows of the keramim of the vineyard. If you're watching them, so the worker is careful that he doesn't trample over the the vineyards, over the goods. But if he's not watching, they're not careful. Therefore, they trample over all the products over there. Not only does it ruin the uh, gifanim, but as she says, it also ruins the plow of the, uh, of, the, of, the, of the animal as well. So therefore, <coughs> there is a loss. Okay, now we go back to the Mishnah. What do we say? If a person found, let's say, a garment, so it says, for the purpose of the garment, you're allowed to air it out and spread it out on the floor. But you're not allowed to do it with the you want to enhance your house, make your house nice. You're taking these uh, garments that you found, you want to, you know, hang it up. That you cannot do. It's not yours. It's, uh, the, it's the, uh, the, the person that lost it. Ibailu. Litzorko utzorka mai. So Gemara says, the Mishnah said, litzorka, if it's for the purpose of the beged, mutab. Litzorko asur. Let's say you have a double kavanah. You do it for two reasons. It's to the benefit of the garment, but it's also your benefit as well. It's surko uturka mai. So Gibbara says, Tashema. Shotha lit surka. Gibbara wants to make a diuk. The Mishnah said you could do it with surka for the purpose of the begging. Lit surka in. Al lit surko uturka. No. Right, it's much more only lit surka, but a combination of surko and surka asur. Emma sefa. You cannot do it for your own honor. So give me a question the So the Mishnah's implications are contradictory. You cannot medayek from our Mishnah. If a person found an object, so it says you should not spread it out, not on a bed. Below al gabim magod, magod like a hook. Litzorko, if you're doing it for your own uh, uh, purposes. Aval yistahenna al gabim mita, al gabim magod litzorka. But if it's for the purpose of the begging, you can lie it on your bed. You can hang it up on the hook. Is the malo orchim? Oh, but let's say guests come over. Lo yishtachena lo al gabe mita velo al gabe magod. But if guests come over, you cannot put it on the bed. You cannot hang it on the ben litzorko ben litzorka. Ah, so you see, even if it's for a combination, even if it's for tzorko and tzorka, it's asur. So therefore, you see what? So we answer our question when the guests come over. And the name wants to show off a little. But the beggar needs to be aired out anyway. So it says if the guests come over, you cannot do it, even if it's for surko and surka. Kabbalah says, no, shani hatam. It's different over there. 
By showing off the garment in front of the guests, you're burning it. How? Either because they're going to give it the Aynara. The guests come along, they oh, look at that nice garment over there. Whoa, they have envy. And the Aynara, that's why you can't do it. Which means maybe really, if you're alone, Nitzurko, Nitzurka is mutar. But in front of guests, <coughs> you're destroying the garment. Or because you're concerned that the guests are unshade lo they're not refined people. They're going to come back and they're going to steal it. You don't want to show off the uh, your assets. So therefore, that's a different uh, understanding. Tashema. Okay, now we talk about the deen of egla arufa. What's the deen? You have egla. Uh, they found the dead guy between two cities. They measure. They uh, they measure to the closest city. That city has to bring an egla. And the Torah says that the egla arufa that they bring. They, they, they decapitate it. Uh, you're not allowed to do any work with it. It has to be uh, specifically never used for any work. So it says, Let's say the owner of the Aigla, he brought it into the Rabbaka. Uh, what's Rabbaka? Rabbaka is like the... Huh? Yeah, it's a harness where they, they hold three animals or four animals. And uh, that's where they usually do the threshing. They put them in the harness and the animal steps on the, the wheat. So now you'll see. So they put the Aigla Arufa in the harness. Vidasha. And what? It's it's uh, threshing. Keshera. It is Keshera. Which means what they're really doing is they want the little Aigil to nurse from its mother. So as it's nursing from its mother in the harness, it's standing, it's, it's, it's marching in place. And it's uh, uh, threshing. Uh, it's doing Melaka. It's Keshera. The guy's kavanah is not for the threshing. They put it over there to nurse. However, But if it's kavanah for both, he's happy with both. He wants it to nurse and he wants it to thresh. Then already you're happy with the avodah. Then already it's going to go be pisula. So what do you see? If you want to make an analogy to Igla Arufa to Aveda, just by Igla Arufa, the guy's doing it litzurko. Because he wants the animal to be to, to, to thresh, that's the tzurka, and he's doing it with tzurka, so he can nurse. And still, you're saying what? It's a sur. The animal becomes invalid. Similarly, we'll say by aveda, tzurka and tzurka is going to be a sur. That's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara says, Shani hata. Nah, iglarufa is different. The Amar kera. Asher lo ubad ba mikol makom. Lo ubad ba teaches us in any which way, which means even if it's litzurka and litzurka tzasur. Avida, you don't have any pesukim. Could be you and more mahmir by egla arufa. Skemra says iache afilu resha nameh. Oh wait, so then the resha also when the animal you don't have kavana for it to to thresh, you're just a nurse. Chavrat should be asur also. Asher lo obad ba. Bottom line, today melaka. Do you tell me mekol makom? Asher lo obad ba. Why in the reisha you tell me for thrash? It's okay. Halodamia iladadetnam. The reisha is analogous to a din that we learned by para aduma. Para aduma also has a din that says you're not allowed to work the animal. Detnan we learned the mishnah. Shakan alia of keshira. Let's say all of a sudden the para aduma a bird flew and landed on the animal's back. And now it's holding the animal. It's, it's, it's holding the bird. Kishira. And the guy's kavana, he don't care about it. It happened by itself. Allah, alayhi azakhar, pesula. 
Oh, but let's say a male, a cow, went on the back of the para aduma to, 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 to procreate. So now, spisula, even though the owner didn't do it, it happened by itself. So what's the difference if a bird went on its back by itself, or a zakhar went on it, and that is pasul? Because again, that's considered a melachat. It's being used. It says by Agla I'm sorry, by, by Paraduma, Now, how is it written? Ubad, we read it, Ubad. Ubad means it happened by itself, which means it was not work. Work was not done to it even by itself. Ubad. But it's written Ayin Bed Dalid. Avad. So now we have, which is Mashma, something that is, it was done to it, meaning by the owner. Abad is more of a verb, and Ubad is more passive. So we read the word Ubad, but it's read, but it's written Abad. So the Gemara has to make a, 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 a correlation between the Kari and the Khtiv. The Gemara is going to say, Ikitiv Ubad, Vikarinan Ubad, if it would be written Ubad, and we would read it Ubad, then I would say, even Mimela would be Asud. Which means, even if the bird flew on its back, I don't care, Mimela, Asud, Ubad. Now, go the other extreme. Vikitiv Abad, Vikarinan Abad, Havamina Adda Abad Ba'ihu. I would say it's only Asud Paraduma until the owner actually did it. Then I would say, even if the animal, let's say, a Zakhar went on it, you didn't do it. Therefore, I would say it's Mutar. Now that it says, It's written, Abad. Just like Abad, when the owner does it, what's the, what's the, uh, 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 the ramification? He wants it. So to Abad, when it happens by itself, it has to be something that the owner is happy with. For example, if a bird flies on its back, nah, the owner don't care, he's not happy with that, he doesn't want to, he has no benefit from that, so it's ubad, but it's not abad. It doesn't have the, uh, the, um, the, the element of nihale. Masha'in can, when the animal on its own, a zakhar goes on it, that's again, ubad, it happened by itself, but it has the element of abad, because he's happy. So therefore, similarly, we'll say by agla arufa. In a case where, let's say, the guy put it in the harness, and it's nursing, and then as it's nursing, it's uh, threshing, uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't care for that. Can it add, the, the, the owner is not uh, niha for such a thing. Why is he not niha for such a thing? Can it add, doesn't, it's a, a small animal doesn't want it to, to, to do such a thing. Why? Look at Rashi. As she says, Allah <coughs> Okay, that's because Hashem lo ala alia all. Vehai, go back to the end of the Ashi. Hichnisan Rebbeka v'dasha delo nihale. It's lo nihale. Can it? Listen, if the guy has a clear kavana, it's lo nihale. Can it? The case was talking about over there by Aglarufa. He put it in Rebbeka. He doesn't want it to 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 thrash. You can't tell the guy what he wants to do. Doesn't want to do. Doesn't want to do. So therefore, if it thrash, lo nihale. Lo nihale. It's not which means it's not an automatic. Don't think just because it did melacha. It's out. Just like Paraduma. Oh, so that we have no ra'ayah for our question of surko and surka by 
Aveda. Really, I can tell you, by Aveda, Surko and Surka is mutar. Hey, tell me by Paladuma or by Iglarufa. Ashilu Obadma Mikol Makom. They already have a Gezerat. So the Gemara really leaves this question in the veins. The Gemara does not <coughs> answer this. She'ela. Okay, comes the Gemara, continues. Kelekesav ukli nechoshet, mishtameshpem. So what do we say in the Mishnah? Kelekesav ukli nechoshet. You need to use them from time to time so they don't, I guess, uh, wear out or get tarnished or get ruined to some degree. So Gemara is going to give you some of the laws of it. The guy finds uh, wooden vessels. So you use them in order they don't rot, so they don't decay. Oh, you find copper. How do you, what do you do with the copper? You use it for hot. But don't put them on the fire. What happens? It, it deteriorates. It'll, it'll cause it to wear out. Now she says, Don't put the keli directly on the fire. Okay, what's that? Silver. Silver, put cold in it. The, what's going to happen with it? Ah, the hot causes the silver to blacken. Magrefot. What are you going to call magrefot? Right. Asim ligrofa kirot. Those are the shovels that clean out the uh, ashes <coughs> from the ovens. Or they use it to separate figs that are attached to each other. Multi-purposed. Magrefot. Vekardumot. Okay, kardom is like an axe. No? Hatchets. Hatchets, axes. Ah, you can only use them to cut things that are soft. But not things that are uh, hard. It's going to ruin it. It's going to cause the, uh, the, uh, the keri to become dull. It's going to become pagum. If you use it on hard, uh, hard items. So you just keep it uh, sharp by cutting soft items. Uh, when it comes to gold, when it comes to glass, Don't touch them, because these things are very sensitive. They're going to break. You found it, leave them. Do not even touch them at all. There's no maintenance on those items. Now, just like they said, the maintenance that you need to do on a <coughs> Aveda, so too is the maintenance that you need to do on a Pekadon. <coughs> so the Gemara says, what are you talking? Pekadon, my Avetegabe. What is he using it at all? When a person <coughs> is given a Pekadon, you can't touch a Pekadon. What is he even Bechlal using it in the first place? You tell me you have to maintain it. Gemara says, Amar of Adabar <coughs> the owners went overseas and they were away for a long time. So the Baal Pekadon doesn't have a chance now to maintain his kidney because he's away. So the Shomer Pekadon has an obligation to maintain it. So when the guy comes back, they will be intact. But Stam, you're not allowed. Only because the guy's away and therefore we're concerned that the kidney might become uh, affected. <coughs> Adversely, Matzasak Okupa, the Chodavashin, the Kolitol, Areze Loyitol. 
Now we go into a new sugya. Certain items the Torah is going to teach us when it sees in the Pesukim, the person does not have to pick it up. Even though the Torah says, You're not allowed to hide yourself from the lost object. You've got to be careful away and say, Oh, I didn't see it. You have to pick it up. But certain items that are not becoming to you, even if it was your own item, you wouldn't pick it up. There are certain things people do not walk in the street with. For example, a kasak or a kupa. Items that, let's say, a man of a certain stature would not carry. So the Torah does not obligate him to embarrass himself for, for picking up somebody else's item. So the Gemara says, where, 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 where do you see this concept? If you look in the Pesukim, Pesukim says, Don't see, uh, uh, when you see your friend's animals, let's say, roaming away, And you will close your eyes from it. But the Torah says, not to call it alem. How can you square up both these pesukim? So from the fact that Torah says, and you will close your eyes, to teach me there are certain cases where the Torah allows and condones, close your eyes. The Gemara gives three examples. <laughs> Example number one, Kohen, the animal strays into a cemetery. The guy is a Kohen. So we say, you know what? Keep on going. We're not going to allow you to go yourself to go find and bring back close object. Or Zakin, Zakin means, even if he's young, doesn't mean old. Zakin is a Hacham. It's not, it's beneath his dignity to go now pick up certain uh, items uh, in the public. Or, let's say the guy's working. And it's going to cost him more money to be metapel with the Avedah. He's going to lose his, his job, his, his work. It's going to cost him more to get involved with the Avedah. In these three cases, the Torah comes along and says, Look at Ashi. Right. The Aveda itself is hundred dollars. But it's gonna cost him three hundred dollars to go with the Aveda. In that case he does not have to deal with it. <coughs> and we have a Pasuk. What do I need a pasuk for? Now, if you are, I need a pasuk for the Kohen and the Betta Kevarot. The Kohen is not going to the cemetery. Peshita, hai aseh, ve hai lo ta'aseh. Ve'aseh. Ve'lo ateh aseh, ve'dacheh, et lo ta'aseh, ve'aseh. We have a rule. Even though we have a rule that says, aseh doche lo ta'aseh, a positive commandment overrides a negative commandment. But in Aseh, like in this case the Aseh would be Hashem Teshivim, in Aseh Docheh, Lo Ta'aseh, Ve'aseh, what's the Lo Ta'aseh Ve'aseh? Rashi. Hai Aseh, Hashem Teshivim, Ve'afagav Ve'lo Ta'aseh Nameika, which you have a Lo Ta'aseh also, because it says Lo Tuchal, Le'ta'alem. אין לא תעשה מועיל לדחות לא תעשה אלא עשהו דקדחלה 
כדאמרינן ביבמות, לא תעשה בעשה לנפש, לא יטמן קידושים יהיו. Those are the two things. תעשה is what? קידושים תהיו. Where is it Tantra Kohen? You have to be קדוש, בזוות עשה. How do you be קדוש? Don't go to a cemetery. And what does the Torah say? לא תעשה לנפש, לא יטמא. So by Kohanim you have a עשה ולא תעשה. What do you have by Shabbat Avedah? עשה. You have an עשה. So we have a rule. אין עשה... אין עשה דוחה, לא תעשה, ועשה... אבל רשי has a problem. רשי says, ואף אגב, ולא תעשה נמאיקה. זה רשי I just read. ולא תעשה אוסו. לא תוכל להתעלם. אין לא תעשה מועיל לדחות לא תעשה, אלא עשה הוא דקדחה. הלא תעשה... is not going to have the ability to push away another lo ta'aseh. Which is, even though we say aseh dohei lo ta'aseh, but we don't say a lo ta'aseh is going to push away a lo ta'aseh. So therefore, it doesn't matter if you have a lo ta'aseh, you're still stuck. So again, why do I need a pasuk to tell me that what vit'alamta? Oh, you know why? Hadush. Because I would have thought the animal strays into the cemetery, maybe the kid has to go in. Why know that already? Torah says, Kedushim Tiyu. Torah says, Lo Yitama. Torah says, Hashem Tishivim. Aseh. In Duhel, Lo Taseh Vaseh. Oh, so comes the Yomaran says, Vitu. And furthermore, we have another question. Why you shouldn't go into the cemetery? Lo Dachinan Isura Mekameh Mamunah. Oh, we have a rule over here. We don't doche in Isur of the Torah, like going into a cemetery, because of monetary concerns. Okay, Kanere, that's, uh, that's some type of cloud. In dochein Isur mepnei mamon. As he explains over here from the Ridva. Hataram shi Isur emu nudchem mepnei mamonu, lefi sha'al mamon efshal nemchol. Mamon is nitan nemechila. ואין שם כלל מצווה. כיוון שאפשר לעקור את המצווה. לכהן כנבי מוחל על איזה כהונה. Going to a cemetery is absolute. The mamon, you have to return it. Let's say the guy with mohel. You wouldn't have to return. So always Yisud is stronger than mamon. Yisud לא ניתן למחילה. Mamon ניתן למחילה. So therefore, I don't need a pasuk to tell me that the Kohen can't go into the cemetery. בוודאי, זה איסור וזה ממון. איסור זה אומר שטרונגר לממון. אז מה אתה צריך? אלא שלא מרובה של חברו. אה, אתה יודע מה אני צריך? אני צריך לדבר על זה. אבל נגיד שהאבדה היא 100 דולרס. אבל בהם להתחיל עם האבדה, זה יכול להיות להם יותר כסף. אז הייתי חושב, מה? שאולי אתה צריך להתחיל עם האבדה? כמה שפעמים I don't need, I don't need that. I know it from another source. Midrabi Yehuda Nafka. Midrabi Yehuda Marad Nafka. Bottom line. Tamar Yehuda Marad. Efes. Ki lo yiye becha ebyon. Torah says, you're not allowed to make yourself poor. Shilcha kodem neshil kol adam. You always come first. Your concerns of monetary come before anybody else. I don't have to become poor on the, help, on the concern of helping somebody else. Just like the law of tzedakah. You have a mitzvah to give tzedakah. But you cannot give too much tzedakah when now you become 
needy to the tzedakot. So similarly also, Torah's not going to tell you a mitzvah to go return somebody else's object now where you're out of pocket is going to be now more, worse than the mitzvah that you did. And she said, Lo if you. Listen to the way the Dirash works. Lo You're not allowed to bring yourself to aniyut. So I don't, I don't need a pasuk for that either. Ela lezaken ve'eno lefi chevodo. I need it for that case. For a zaken, tamin akam, or the object, it's not befitting for him to pick up the object, but a shoot an animal is going to carry a sheep and the shoot an abim. It's not the mechumat for him. Torah says, Vet'alamta, he's able to uh, walk away. Okay? There's a big she'elot generally in the general concept of zaken lefi chevodo. The famous teshuvah of the Havot Ya'ir. The Havot Ya'ir has a she'elah. He wants to know there was a wedding. And there's a Tamir Hakam that plays the violin. So he wants to know, Tamir Hakam asked, is he allowed to play the violin at the wedding? One end, maybe you say, the Hakam's playing an instrument, could be it's going to uh, 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 you know, minimize his kabod. So the Chavot uses the Sugao Aveda to see exactly how he's done. The Masa is Matir. But the, 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 you see that it's not only in Aveda. The general rule that a Tamir Hakam, the, the question is really based on how you look at Zakir Nefisha in the Is it the Pshat he doesn't have to? Or is the Pshat he's not allowed? If you say what? Torah doesn't have Tamir Hakam to pick up a sheep. It's not it's beneath his kavod. You have a right to keep on walking. Or maybe the Torah is saying, no, it's Asur, because you have Kavod Torah. And therefore you're not allowed to be even though you're Kavod Torah, any Mohel. No, no, you cannot be Mohel, you're, you're, you're Kavod Torah. And this thing over here, it's the Torah saying you have to uh, 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 walk by. So it's, it really is Talud on how you learn. Because if you say the violin is going, I'm Mohel, I want to do it. Mohel, I'm Kavod. We say, no, it's not Nitan. That's the hakira of the Chavot Sha'ir. Gemara continues. Amar Abba. Ikisha Hayaba. Oh, if the Zaken, let's say, he took a stick and he hit the, uh, he hit the animal. He wants it to go back home. He wants the animal to, you know, go to its place. So he just hit it from the, uh, the back, whatever it is. Hayaba. Finished. Now you involved yourself in it. If you walked by, you walked by. But once already you got involved, now you can't just say, okay, I'm not, I have nothing to do with it. Rashi. Hikisha, top line. Zeh she'enu lefi kibodo. Imikisha ka hat la shiva nitchayev ba'al adure. Hoi v'itchil. You came back out in the middle of a job. Don't start. Once you started, you chayav. Come to Gibran and tell the story. Abaye. They saw that there were certain azim goats that were standing over there. It was clear that they were lost. So he took a piece of like dirt and he threw them at the uh, azim to, to get them to go. Now you have already. Go up now and return them. Okay. 
the Gemara now has a question. Okay, again, was all the sugya of Zakin. Zakin ve'enu lefikim odosah. Zakin found a uh, an avid on the field. Darko la'azir basadeh ve'en darko la'azir ba'ir ma'hu. Now you have subjective cases. The Zakin might not be embarrassed to return something in the field. Not too many people are there. But he's embarrassed to return the item in the ear. That's she. Not too many uh, onlookers over there. He's not embarrassed. Then He found the object in the sadeh. So the Gemara is going to give the two stadim now. Kebra says, Mi amrinan hashava me'elya ba'inam. Which means, you gotta do a mitzvah hashava complete. The keman delav darkel la'azir ba'ir. And since this guy would not have to return it if it was in the city, so therefore he's patu legamre, even in the field. Because since you're not hayav in all places, it's considered in the fikivodo. Even if the guy's in the field. Listen, since this item, if you were in the city, I wouldn't have to pick it up. So then, Patu, it's a half a mitzvah already. Half a mitzvah, I'm not hayav on. Look at the other way. The hayu brings the patur. Do you look at it? Which draws what? Does the, does the patur draw the hayuf to make it patur? Does the patur draw the hayuf to make it? Does the hayuf draw the patur to make it hayav? What's the put Is it Sadeh or the or the Ir? So comes the Gemara and says Tiku. Gemara leaves it in a Tiku. How would we pochet these uh, uh, Tikus over here? So we have uh, basic uh, basic rules over here when it comes to uh, a Tiku, especially when it comes to a Safek Doraita. So usually uh, it would have to be if it's a Doraita, would have to be Munah. You just have to leave it until uh, the which means what are you do in this case? Leave it till the owl. We don't know if she should pick it up or not. Normally at a tiku, the guy has the item. We don't know what to do with it, leave it. What's, what, what are you going to do in this case over here? Okay, so now the Gemara is going to have to give us a barometer. How do you judge if it's the fikivodo, not the fikivodo? So the best way to judge it is, would he return or would he expect, if it was his own item that was there, would he take it? Now, obviously, if he would take his own item, so you don't care. But even if his own item, he would let it go because it's not a fikivodo. So the way he acts to himself, he could treat others. That's basically the rule that Rava is going to say now. Which means, if it was his own item, he'd bring it back to his house. He'd mahzir it to his house. Then his friend also he has to take back. Which means, uh, if let's say you have a, uh, I don't know, a load, right? Uh, his own load over there. Right? Porek Vitoin or the opposite, he would put it back on the animal. I explained to you what this means. Which means again, now we're going to another mitzvah. There's a mitzvah that a person has to help his friend uh, load his animal, unload his animal. Mitzvah of Pirika. Pirika is to unload the animal and to load the animal. So again, the same thing, if it was his own animal, and let's say he needed to load it, if he would load it himself, 
then you have to help your friend also. Or you would protect yourself, so you have to do it as well. It seems the law of Pirikante now also is subject to the Fichevodo and not the Fichevodo. Okay, look at Ashi. Porek Vetu'in. Porek Masam and Ahamor Vetu'in. I'll have the Khtiva Azov, Ta'azov, Hakim Takim. So in these mitzvot also, there's a mitzvah to help. But Dafka, if you would do it to yourself, that's the barometer. Now the Gibbara brings a story. Bishma Ibn Yosef Akazibur Harbishu Bribasi was walking on the road. Pagabe Hahu Gabra. Was a fellow, he met a fellow. He was carrying a bundle of wood. He put the wood down on the floor. He rested a little. When he wanted to continue, Amarle tells the rabbi, "Deleli, uh, pick up the wood, put it on my back." Amarle. So what Bishmael tells him. How much, how much are the wood uh, worth? Amale palgadizuza. Nothing, half a zuz. Yahiv lehe palgadizuza. The Bishma gave him half a zuz and he bought the wood. He bought it from him. And then he made it hefker. And therefore, he wants to be patur. So what happened? Now, when he saw the Bishma was mafkir the wood, Hadar zakhabihu. <laughs> so scared, he took them again. Now what does he tell to Ishmael? Could you help me uh, <laughs> put the wood on my shoulder? Hadar yahivle palgazuza. So he bought it again for half a zuz. Vafkira. Chazya dave kabele mehedalem eskebu. So Ishmael saw what the guy's doing. He wants to take it again. Amale lekule alma afkiranu. Helat lo afkirinu. I mean, afkirinu to the whole world except for you. So therefore you can't take it back. Which means because the enemy sure didn't want to uh, involve himself because it was not Nefi Kimodo, but he didn't want the guy to lose out, so therefore he paid him uh, uh, for, for the uh, for the item. Okay, that's again uh, the way he acted. Great rabbis, he, he, he didn't want to. He didn't want. He didn't want to get. He didn't want to lose out. He himself would not have done it. Can it? He himself would not have uh, picked up this wood over here, but he didn't want to kind of lose it. I'll pay you for it. So Gebra says. First of all, what kind of hefker is this? Could you make a uh, subjective hefker? Uh, for 99% of the world, it's hefker. But for you, no. Hefker is going to be hefker for everybody. It's not hefker. It's not hefker. 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 Person's mafkir his tibu'ah, let's say, for the aniyim. So it says, what? Aniyim can take it, ashirim cannot take it. You can make a selective hefkir. Whereas Bittadil says, it's got to be like shemitah, you have to be mafkir it. Throw it, Hanukkah is like Bittadil Rashi. Hefkir la aniyim, have hefkir. Afagab, the hefkir la aniyim, have hefkir, the miftar mena ma'asir. He's now ready, it's considered hefkir that if ani takes it, he's patu for ma'asir. Because the deen is hefkir, it's patu for ma'asir. Really, he made it afkir to the whole, to the whole world. And he just told them, but except for you. But he didn't mean that. He was uh, joking around with him. The guy thought he was serious. So he walked away. But really, the Bishma made it afkir. Really, his brain is afkir to the whole world. Not for you. Now, if the guy was smart, he knew the halakha, 
He was there, was it not for me? I'm taking it anyway. He didn't know that I got it. He didn't take it. But the beast went made a hefkeh in the uh, in the proper way. Ah, the Arabish maybe the beast says again. Then the fichevodo. What is he doing all this for? He's again the fichev kevodo. Keep on walking. When the guy asked the rabbi, Rabbi, please could you help me load the uh, wood? He should have said mechila. If it was my wood, I wouldn't even put it on my own shoulder. So therefore, uh, keep on walking. What does he have to buy it from him and this whole business over here? So like we said, He wanted to be above and beyond the letter of the law. How do you know it's a mitzvah to be above and beyond? The Tari Rabbi Yosef. We have a pasuk. And you should make, reveal to them Which means you have to teach the people a umanut in order they could sustain themselves. Teach them a living. She should probably be changed to. Fine. So number one, Torah, but now you have to teach the people. That, uh, that's the person before that. This person is saying you have to teach them what? To make a living. That's the Mizrab, Gimut Hasadim. Somebody asks, where in the Torah does it say Gimut Hasadim? These two words, Etaderech. Yelchu, Zebikur Hodim. Ba, Zukivura. That's referring to the Mizrab, burying the dead. So you see the Torah proposes not only to follow the law, but the Za'inyan to be Lifnim Mishurat Adin. Gibran says, Amar Mor, Yilchu, Zebikur Chodim. Anu Gimilut Hasadim. What is it? Gimilut Hasadim, Bikur Chodim. Gimilut Hasadim is the umbrella. It includes all sorts of Hasadim. Isn't Bikur Olim included uh, in, the, in, the, in the general rules of Gimelut uh, Hasadim? Lo Nitzrecha Ela Leben Somebody that's born under the same Mazal, there is a special Anyana Bikur Olim over here. The Amar, we learned the Basikat Berakot, Amar Mor. Ben Gilo, Notel Echat Mishishim Becholyo. That a Ben Gilo, when he goes to visit, he takes one sixtieth of the sickness. So you might have thought, I don't got to do that. I don't got to go to visit somebody and get sick. That's why it says that. Which means, if it was just some Gibilut Hasadim, I would say I could do a Hesed to somebody, but I'm getting damaged. That's why it says, and even if. The person that's going to do the Bikur Olim gets damaged to a certain degree, he has a mitzvah. In which case, Ben Gilo. Where he has now 160th. And then all the Mepharshim asked the same question of us. So send 60 guys to, to the sick person. Well, first of all, it's not so simple. First, you have to find 60 Ben Gilos that are under the same mazah, which it seems it's a rare, rare situation. You have to be born at the same time in the same situations. But do Yitzuyah. It's not 60 times, you know, 60 people will get rid of all 60. It's the first 60, first guy goes, takes 160. And then you take 160, what's remaining? And then 160 is what's remaining. So it's not each guy takes a 60th of the whole. That's what the Gabbana is saying. It's not saying no, it's only the first one. Also, they say 
that Yaakov and Yosef, Yaakov Abinu and Yosef as Sadiq, Yosef was considered Ben Gilo. Right? It says, Zib Ikunim Shave. They were they were similar. So the Gaon of Vilna says when Yosef visited Yaakov, right? Behold, your father's sick. Yosef walks in, already he got a little, little stronger because he was Ben Gilo. So the Gaon says, Hine Avicha Chole, Hine Gematria, sixty. He had all sixty parts. But Yeshiv Yisrael Arosh Hamita, Hamita Gematria, fifty nine. He's already. He took away one sixtieth of it because he was Ben Gilo. One Hadush on the word Bikur Cholim. We said once, why is it called the Mitzvah of Bikur Cholim? Bikur Cholim, called Bikur Chole. Why is it put it in the plural? Which means you don't have to have wholesale bikur. You can visit one person at a time. Why? It's mashma that the mitzvah, even in its minimal form, is holy. So I saw Pshat once. Beautiful explanation. Every time there's a sick person, there's holy, and that's the family members that are dealing with the sick person. The person goes to the hospital to visit somebody. So you're focusing on the patient. But what about the spouse of the patient? What about the children? Who's feeding them? Who's tanking them? Who's carpooling the kids? Who's doing all the, the, the needs that are now are on hold? Because somebody... So even though they might not be physically sick, but there's a lot of psychological stress that everybody else suffers. So they're also cholim. So the Torah is coming to say it's bikur cholim. Don't neglect... Uh, the other cholim that are just not in the hospital bed, they also have a cholio. Uh, 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 everybody suffers in a family, God forbid, when somebody's sick, and therefore you have to. Every individual bikur cholim is a plural, is a plural mitzvah. And anybody can continues ba zukevura. Back to the same question. How do you give me with hasadim? Ba comes to teach you the mitzvah kevura. That's chesed. That's included in the umbrella. Don't it's like which you would have thought Zaken lefi she'en kevodo Maybe doesn't have to bury It's not kevodo Kamash malan Zu kevura Even Zaken lefi she'en kevodo Zaken that's not Befitting for him Doesn't matter Kevura Ba Everybody has to do it There's no p'tunim When it comes to Zaken lefi she'en kevodo Jerusalem was destroyed because they followed the dinim of the Torah. So Gabriel says, Ela dine de Wait, you want them to follow the dinim of the Goyim? Which means, what do you mean? They're following the dinim of the Torah. How can the Jerusalem be destroyed because of that? Of course you want them to follow. What's the word, the Megista mean? The Megista means a tyranny law, yeah. A tyrannical law. That she says, the Megista guzai haddanim yisurin hoska. Yeah, which means they don't follow Torah law. It's the survival of the finish. The strongest guy wins. Kod alim gavar. How do you want them to, to rule? Wow. They didn't go above me on the letter of the law. Everybody was 
uh, standing according to their rights. Everybody was, uh, nobody wanted to, uh, 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 to bend. Uh, and because of that, Hakadosh Baruch Hu said, Ah, there's it Arutad del Tata. When you behave a certain way on earth, oh, you want to go with Dinim? Ah, now we'll go with Dinim. Now, Hamidu Dinim al Din Torah. Therefore, when your person does Nifnim Mishurat Tadin, you're causing the Baruch Hu to go Nifnim Mishurat Tadin. And therefore, it's much, uh, it's much more uh, protective for you. Because you gave in, God gives in. I once heard him conclude with this, a dirashah from the uh, chief rabbi of Israel, of Shlomo Ammar. Uh, he said, uh, on the Mishnah in Pirkei Avot, where it talks about uh, the ten miracles that took place in the Beit HaMikdash on a daily basis. So the Gemara says, Mishnah says over there, one of the miracles was, Omdim Tzifufim, Ishtahavim Ravahim. Omdim Tzifufim, when they would stand in the Beit HaMikdash, it was tight. So many people uh, crowding. It was millions of people in the Beit HaMikdash. However, a miracle. When they bowed, there was room for everyone. There was room. There was room in front to make us a shalom. It's a, it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a structural miracle. The, the building itself uh, expanded at the time of the Shtahaba. So he explained like this. This is a Musad in life. Omdim, when people stand on their rights, what's coming to them. Deem. Amdim, uh, that's mine, that's my border, this is my uh, uh, right. Is then the world becomes very, very tight. The world becomes very, very uncomfortable. Because when everybody uh, is looking for what's coming to them, society cannot exist. Amdim, sefufim, mishtahavim. People are flexible. And they go to Fnim Mishratadim. They mohel, they give in a little. Not that a person has to. We said efesh kloye bechayibyon. A person cannot make himself an ani, but to, to make compromises and things like that. Then ravahim. Then the world becomes very, very livable. Then the world becomes very, very large. That's what the Gemara said in Tanit. Leolam yadam rach kakanev ayek kashika iris. Rach kakanev. If they go with the flow, be loose. You shouldn't know. Unfortunately, we live in a country. Where everything is, I'm gonna sue you. What are my rights? What is what's coming? Oh, so in such a society, everything is deen. We awaken the deen. But you should know when a person is goes lefnim mishulat deen. He's uh, again not to put himself in a in a, in a dangerous position. There's sometimes where a person has to go according to the deen, like the Gemara says, Yikovah deen tahar. Sometimes the deen has to prevail. But in certain cases, where a person sees that. It's uh, his uh, uh, benefit, not only from a monetary standpoint, but from a spiritual standpoint, not to make a mahlokid, let it go. Yeah, but it's, it's owed to me. Okay, it's owed to you. So I'll take less, but keep the peace and all that. Then already doing nifnim, make sure they look at the Bishmael. You didn't have to pay the guy uh, the money. He could have kept on walking. He doesn't want to make a mahlokid with the guy. He doesn't want the guy now to have claims. No, he paid him, he paid him twice. After what? But again. After rights, okay. This is, there's a limit. How much a guy can take advantage? I'm doing you a favor. You want to take advantage of me? So that's what he did. I mean, uh, <laughs>